By the way, when I was rattling off all the reasons why this Cavs team is different and we should have some faith in them, I forgot to mention Donovan Mitchell's just cultural buy-in. I mean, listen, you're t- I'm in that locker room, and he's like bu- buzzing. He is jumping in, making jokes at, uh, at other guys who are doing interviews. He's cracking jokes. He's having a good time. It's night and day. No, I shouldn't say night and day because he was bought in last year, but it's just different. Like, it feels like a team he wants to be around. And maybe that's just for show. We had a caller earlier mention, like, Donovan Mitchell's done everything right. He said everything right. He's not going to do the LeBron, you need to make a trade for me thing. So maybe he's just trying to fit in, and he's like, yeah, I like this group of guys, and it doesn't mean it's where he'll stay long term. But I think you can, like, it feels authentic in there. It feels like it's 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 real kinship among the team. And that stuff does go a long way for, A, convincing somebody who's trying to fi- figure out what the future holds to stay, but also f- in, in relation to this season, it, that, that stuff matters. The That tight, that that uh, camaraderie matters come playoff time. It's the same thing we saw with like the Browns this year, like why they stayed together through all those injuries. Well, they they were a tight group. They were, they were really close, and they were a good team because of the culture. So that stuff can matter too. Um, and it's another reason why I think the regular season does matter this year because that has been formulated over the course of the first three, four months of the season. 216-474-0092. We're going to go next segment. I am going to tell you definitively, as I tend to do every year around this time of year, why Valentine's Day is the absolute worst holiday. It's the absolute worst. And no, I'm not some bitter uh, ex-boyfriend of somebody from the past and I have a bad experience on Valentine's Day, so that's why I hate it. It is just consensusly, consensus being me, the worst holiday on the calendar every single year. Stupid. Waste of time. Hate it. We'll get to that coming up. Are we too sensitive because of the whole like we're Cleveland thing, and that's why we think that's that's the reason Donovan Mitchell doesn't get any love. In the same way that I had a bunch of Bills fans on my timeline the other night who were just bitching about how, well, we never get any love when it comes to these award shows when Demar Hamlin didn't win comeback player of the year. Like that's what I think a lot of Bills fans hinged their season on. It was like, well, we couldn't win it all, so but at least Tamar Hamlin's going to get comeback player of the year, whereas I didn't really care if Joe Flacco got comeback player of the year. I actually didn't even think he was going to get it, but it was nice that he did, and I, I think it speaks to this organization that they won four awards. But it's just kind of that Cleveland loser mentality that we tend to have, and that's why we think that he doesn't get any love and he actually gets more. Because the way Evan sort of mentioned it made it sound like I think he just isn't maybe as good as some of these other star players. But I, there has to be something to, and that's not to say he doesn't think Donovan Mitchell deserves it, but he finished sixth last year. Like, it's pretty good. And, and, and like the number of good players in the NBA, and he was sixth last year, and there's a chance he could be right around there again this year. I think that, in, I think for our from our perspective, we just want him to at least get mentioned. Like, we want somebody to put out there, hey, Donovan Mitchell, he carried a team that at one point had two of their star starting players not suiting up for a, over a month, and he he helped them get now to the number two seed in the East while those guys were out. 
and he's having he's having another career year. He's putting up career numbers in a number of different categories. Let's show this guy some love. Let's get him into the MVP conversation. I I, I think I don't think that's so much to ask, but it also as I think about it more, like is it just the market thing? Is it just that we tend to think people just don't give a rip about Cleveland and we get treated unfairly and we don't get the same love as other places? Because Evan brings up a good point. There are other star players in small markets that do get that attention. Now, Giannis, I will say this too. Other than LA, I think it's hard to be an MVP candidate when you play on a West Coast team. Because the Lakers are the Lakers. Like, LeBron's always going to get attention in awards conversations and different things. But outside of that, Kawhi's actually considered above... Donovan Mitchell, even though I think Donovan Mitchell has, has a number of categories, he's, he has better numbers than than Kawhi. Um, but it's L.A. and he's healthy this year. Although I just saw he he left tonight's game because he against Golden State with an injury. So we'll see how, how long that one keeps him out. Um, but yeah, like L.A.'s the one. But how many years was Dame in Portland? He was never getting MVP consideration, right? East Coast teams just have a better shot. Now, you got Denver in the mix. That's tough. Jokic is just unbelievable. But Jason Tatum's in the conversation. Embiid's always in the conversation. Maybe, you know, now that I think about it, my West Coast argument's kind of going out the window because even the Mavs, like Luka Doncic, I, I just think there's players that also are better than Donovan that are in the conversation and, and performing at a high level that also deserve to be discussed. It is just kind of, like, I, I can't not... The fact that we don't hear his name mentioned at all, though, I have to chalk that up in some capacity to, yeah, people just aren't paying attention to Cleveland. And they're not on a lot of primetime games. Again, I keep saying primetime. They're not on a lot of nationally televised games. Whereas Giannis gets a lot. Luka gets a lot. Um, Obviously, Jokic gets a lot. So... That has to be a role. That has to be part of it. But it's possible, as Evan pointed out, to be in a small market and still get the love. So why isn't it happening? That's all I'm asking. And 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 again, I don't expect him to win it. I just guess I, I guess I just kind of expect that somebody would at least mention his name. Like there's always somebody willing to go off the off the cuff with like a take and say, you know what? I think that Donovan Mitchell should be MVP. It's like the one person who voted for for Josh Allen to win MVP instead of Lamar Jackson. Everybody stuck it with the status quo. They all voted for Lamar except one guy who was like, you know what, I'm going to cast the first place vote for Josh Allen. There's always one person who's going to go on that limb. We just haven't had anybody nationally be that person yet. But I think Donovan Mitchell deserves to be more in the conversation, even if he doesn't win it, because I doubt he will. I, I, I definitely think there's something to the idea that Cleveland just doesn't get the national attention, even though other small market towns have MVP candidates, but they're superstars who are, I guess, more uh, notable and, and, and do get those games in, in uh, the, the national spotlight. 216-474-0192. Jason, I will get to you on the other side of the break because I got to take a quick break and get us back on track time-wise. When we get back, though, out after Jason's call... Valentine's Day. It is the absolute worst, and I've never felt more confident about a take in my life. We'll do it next on 92 to the fan. We're number one. 
you agree with me that Valentine's Day is the worst holiday on the calendar every single year? 216-474-0092. I'm going to get to that here in a second. I did want to get to Jason. He waited patiently through the break to get off a uh, a Cavs take. So I want to bring him in here. Jason, what's going on, man? Hey, thank you. Uh, first off, congrats on holding down a large time slot uh, fairly well. Not fairly well, extremely well. <laughs> I was going to say, it felt, it felt like a backhanded compliment there, Jason, it, for a it second. It was like, it, oh, congrats on holding it down. Yeah, you're doing all right. <laughs> no, no. That's why I corrected myself extremely well. I appreciate that. Thank you. And regarding your next segment on Valentine's Day, I was just wondering when that came up, like when it was invented. But to my call uh, regarding Mitchell, a lot of the uh, national people think he wants to go to the Knicks. Yeah. And uh, personally, I, I don't understand that because – Going from Utah, Salt Lake City to Cleveland, that would be like a dream come true for for him. You know, <laughs> I did. There were my my best friend made a joke when he uh, when he was playing really well last year, uh, like putting up his career numbers like he did. He he made a joke. He was texting me. I remember, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, it's like Donovan Mitchell went to a place where bars are open past uh, past eleven p.m. <laughs> and he started having a, a good career again." It was it was so I laughed about that. Yeah, listen, I, I like I get the Knicks connection thing, and it's it's an obvious one because it's where he grew up, but it's his childhood team. But even I, you know, I've questioned the the fit because he's basically he would basically step into the same situation he has here, which is two undersized guards kind of running the show, and I don't know if that's necessarily going to work. So it's kind of about do the Knicks want him too? Well, not only that. I mean, maybe I'm not the uh, New York type of person, but. I would much rather be in Cleveland than New York. I mean, seriously, from everything considered, like the uh, the cost of everything, the, the yeah. crime, whatever, that's neither here nor there. But what I would like to, to reinforce that is how many athletes that have played in Cleveland have stayed here, like after retirement and whatnot. And so the whole – I think it's a rarity, like the Joachim Noah, you know, that take on Cleveland and stuff of that sort – and as far as LeBron wanting to go to Miami or L.A., I mean, that's a whole different ball game. there. You're talking about a guy that has a billionaire that wants to get his empire, you know, situated. So anyway, I agree with the whole uh, Cleveland gets a bad rap thing, but I think people that know, know, and uh, I love it. I appreciate the call, Jason. I like your thoughts on Cleveland. It is a great place. And yeah, I mean, there are certainly a number of athletes who stick around. Miles Garrett talked about sticking around when he's done. Joe Thomas still resides here. There are others. Um, I, I I will say this in in as sort of a rebuttal. I get what you're saying about New York, and frankly, New York City ain't for me either. I, I have no desire to live in New York City. If I was ever going to live in New York City, it would have had to be like right when I was out of college, not married, and done the whole New York thing. I have no desire to live there now, especially with a child. I, I can't imagine living in a, a an apartment the size of this studio and have him just getting bored with life trying to find something to do while we have no money to afford anything. So I'm good. Um, I get that you're good as well, Jason. But I also think for these athletes, like think about LeBron when he plays in that building. He goes off every time. Just a couple weeks ago, he went off in, in Madison Square Garden. So... I don't always think it's as easy as, well, who wants to go play in New York? I think these players, these these athletes, these pro athletes, they get to a level where it's like, that's where I want to be. 
because it's the glitz and the glamour and you're in front of these, you're, there's so much attention on you. Like they embrace that stuff because that's just the world they live in. All right, 216-474-0192. want to remind you guys, Ohio State dealing with yet another coordinator change this offseason. Nick Wilson and I cover it all along with the big football news in a new episode of Sons of the Shoe on 92thefan.com in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. We usually drop episodes on Tuesdays. Uh, Nick had a family situation this morning, so we, uh, we're going to end up recording tomorrow, and we'll drop one for you tomorrow afternoon. So stay tuned for that. Um, we should be talking a lot about Chip Kelly, and I know we're going to get into some convert, some comments that I'll also get into on the show later tonight that James Franklin made earlier today as well. All right, we got to set the record straight on Valentine's Day. And I am going to bring uh, here in a couple – I do want to bring Mackenzie in on this because I need a female perspective on this as well. But I wholeheartedly believe – that Valentine's Day is the worst holiday on the calendar every single year. The absolute worst. For a number of reasons. And like I said, this does not stem from me having some bad experience back in the day where I got broken up with or something on Valentine's Day. It's nothing like that. I just think it's it's stupid and it's useless. If you are together with somebody, dating or otherwise, and... Like, your relationship consists of 364 other days out of the year or 365 in a leap year like this year. It shouldn't just boil down to, like, one day where you have to go all out and show everybody for... And really, nowadays, it's just become about showing it off on social media. Like, oh, look what my boyfriend got me. He got me this great... He got me a new car. Or he got me this necklace. Or he got me whatever. Um, Like... It's, it's just to show it off and brag about how great your significant other is or what gifts you got. And 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 it, it just makes everybody... Valentine's Day just makes everybody feel self-conscious. Everybody. Those who are single, those who are dating, everybody's self-conscious. Because if you're trying to buy for somebody, you're constantly thinking, well, is my gift going to be enough? Am I getting something that is worthy of this person and something that they are going to show to their friends and you're not going to get ridiculed for? Um, on the flip side of that, if you're single... You have nobody to buy for and you feel left out anyway because all these couples are out there uh, celebrating and posting about it and doing all these cutesy-dootsy things. No. No, 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 no. I don't need it in my life. Uh, Like, you talk about Hallmark holidays. Christmas has become one. Halloween has become one. Like, all these holidays have become Hallmark, big box store in some way. None of them top Valentine's Day. The absurd amount of money that you pay just for Reese's cups that are shaped like hearts that you can get in normal form for like $3 cheaper the rest of the year or even the next day is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Why am I spending money, an exuberant amount of money on candy? Why am I, like the, the prices of roses just go up? It is all just a cash grab to make you feel like you're not sufficient enough for your significant other that you need to keep score and, and spend a bunch of money on one day out of the year to show your love and affection. And then who gives a rip the rest of the year? And I'm not saying that's how relationships, how, how everybody operates with their relationship. I'm just saying it seems ridiculous to me that we boil it down to like this one day and it's, it's all about spending all this money. Also, you try to go to dinner, you try to make dinner reservations and every restaurant is booked 
I remember one year I was calling Cheesecake Factory about something. And I, it was like a night I was trying to go out to dinner, I think. I don't even think it was Valentine's Day. And they like inadvertently mentioned that the night I was looking at was like their second busiest day of the year behind only Valentine's Day. You can't get a reservation anywhere on Valentine's Day. And then you go to dinner and the prices again are completely jacked up and you're spending a fortune on dinner as well. And it's usually not that good. Like it's none of nothing about Valentine's Day ever lives up to the hype. It is just a Hallmark big box store money grab. Nothing else. Also, it it's too close to Christmas if we're being honest. Christmas was just a month and a half ago. I had to drop all kinds of money on family and friends and uh, our, our, our one-year-old child. Like, I don't have all this money left over to then a month and a half later just be like, hey, you know what? Just in case you forgot how much I love you, honey, I'm going to go out and buy you a dozen roses and take you out to a fancy dinner and the full nine yards. Like I, So here's what me and my wife do now. We either do dinner to celebrate Valentine's Day like a week or something before or like a couple days before, and we just laugh at all the people who go out the day, the night of and pay for the jacked-up prices on things where we just get a chance to enjoy a normal dinner on a nice, quiet night when it's not bombarded by people. and Or our, our more recent tradition has just been we make a meal that we really like at home. It's usually shrimp scampi, and... I go actually to Cheesecake Factory and pick up a couple pieces of cheesecake and bring it home, and we eat it at home, and that is our Valentine's Day. We don't go all out. She knows my stance on Valentine's Day, and even though she knows my stance on Valentine's Day, I still sometimes think to myself, like, should I get more? Should I be getting more so that it doesn't seem like I'm being lame on Valentine's Day? And that's the problem with it. It just makes you feel inadequate at every turn. Stupidest holiday Worst holiday. I'm here to tell you, if you love somebody, then you should be taking care of them and letting them know all the, the rest of the year, more so than just one day. It's the worst. 216-474-0092. Am I right about this? Mackenzie, from the, the female perspective, am I like off my rocker here it, that, that Valentine's Day is, is the worst? I think you're a little, you're being a little... Uh... I don't know what the word is. Just like <laughs> I don't want to say overdramatic, but maybe that's the correct word. I just feel it's bad okay saying it. It's okay to call me overdramatic if you want to call me overdramatic. I just think that there's, you know, everybody can celebrate Valentine's Day exactly how they want to in different ways, like how you and your wife yeah. celebrate it. I think that's literally perfect. I don't think that you need to spend a ton of money on it. Some people do, and that's great. That's for them. But you also have to think about like kids celebrating Valentine's Day. You know, going to school, like giving, you know, making their boxes. It's like an exciting day for kids. They're making these boxes. They're decorating them. Then they're creating their Valentines and giving them to all like the kids and stuff. I think that there's more to it than just like, oh, let's spend a boatload of money on jewelry and flowers and dinner. Like, if- okay. So here's the listen. I I I think the fact that like you have like a reasonable thought on it is good. Like you're not saying it has to be that. Um, I think though, there's a lot of people out there who are like, that's what it becomes. It's a lot of like, well, what did your for boyfriend sure. get you? Or what did your significant other get you? If you're doing it for that yeah. reason, you're like, I think that's weird. And Anybody that's part using, of the reason like, why clout is yeah. weird. And that's part of the reason why I think Valentine's day is the worst 
because I think it's become so much more about that than just like Everything's the Everything's about the clout. It's so annoying. It is. It is very annoying. You're right about that. Let's take a break. Uh, I think we got a couple people who want to jump in on this uh, calling in right now. I'll check Twitter as well. Do you agree that Valentine's Day might be the worst holiday on the calendar every single year? I like what Mackenzie was saying where she thinks it still should matter, but that you don't have to go all out like maybe I'm making it seem people do. There's a lot of clout chasing that goes on, though, and there's a lot of jealousy and comparing and trying to be like, well, is my boyfriend enough if he's not doing this for me or that for me or girlfriend, whatever. We don't discriminate here in any, in any way. Um, so I, I'm, I'm curious how other people feel about the hallmarked out holiday that we call Valentine's Day. 216-474-0092 on Twitter at Spencito underscore. We'll, we'll conclude this conversation on the other side. Also, I uh, have learned a lot about some people that I went to high school with in the last 48 hours after the Super Bowl. Share my thoughts on some of the conspiracy theories I'm seeing on social media of late. We'll talk about it next. Keep it locked. Spencer German with you on Overtime with Jonathan Peterlin, 92 through the 5th.